420 Day Fiance. Hello, you're listening to 420 Day Fiance, a podcast where we discuss our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and its various iterations. What's that? Was that 100% Sophia and not 50% Miles and 50% Sophia? That is correct. Miles, again, is on location in Costa Rica uh, scouting for the next season of 90 Day. It's important. He has to do it. But while he's gone, K1s, we have a returning treat, Ashley Ray, who is a weed scholar, a 90 Day scholar, and just a lover of mess. Yes. Just so... Just a lover of mess. I'm so happy to be here at, I, I think, a critical point in this season's mess. Uh, bad romance. I, if you have to summarize before the 90 days, I think this episode is what does it. This is the the like essence of the show as a whole. I got goosebumps. I felt sorry for Miles because he is not going to get a chance to weigh, on, weigh in on this. He's going to be screaming. Yeah. at the screen in Costa Rica. And I'm sorry about that, Miles. But guess what? We're about to dive in and we got it handled. This is season five, <laughs> episode nine. And oh, 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 caught in a bad romance. Okay, it's called which, Bad Romance. Yeah, which many of them are caught in a bad romance, I would say. Most, most that of was, them. All of them. All of them always. Yes. (laughs) We got so much juice (sighs) in this episode, Ashley. Juice. Juicy. Juicy. The juice. Like, I'm at an orange grove. There was so much juice. Like, and from the beginning, it was immediately just like, we got angry Gino face, which I love. I love angry Jasmine Gino, that like scene of them with their backs against each other. That's when I knew like we're diving right in. I don't even want to spoil the deliciousness. Let's just fucking do this. Okay. First couple. I'm so glad that Gina and Gino and Jasmine is the first couple chronologically because I don't think we could have contained ourselves. Yeah, please. To like have to get to them. That would have driven me insane. So we start, if you remember, last episode ended with a a little bit of an altercation because we find find out that Gino did, I guess, uh, it's not revenge porn. It's what is it? I guess Uh, it's like uh, brag porn. Jealousy porn. Porn? Brag porn? But like he was like bragging. Listen, it's a compliment, okay, girl? I was like talking to him. I was showing my ex how hot you are. And it's like, what? Uh, What? It's like when someone says, no, it's a positive stereotype about the Jews that I just said. Yeah. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. You should be happy I, you know, evaded invaded your privacy. Like there was just no defending him. Like he... (laughs) His face also, like, he has the worst lie face. Like, he cannot lie. And just, like, he tried for a second to be like, no, that's not, that's not true. And then it just broke down. It just was like, come on, man. It's essentially if you asked, (laughs) if you asked a man that couldn't hide a blush to, like, be a spy. Yeah. Like, 
oh no, he's dying immediately, immediately. on the first mission. <laughs> he's not going to get out Bond, James Bond, because he's going to be so sweaty saying that fake name. He will die immediately. The oh, bartender yeah. will flag him. Everyone just is like, no, he's 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 hiding a secret. And I mean, honestly, for as terrified as I've been of Jasmine all season, just thinking like she is going to claw this man's eyes out. She was actually like pretty reasonable. Like I would have clawed his eyes out if I'd known he sent my nudes to someone without my permission. And she was just like, like she's planning something. Like she, there is a long term, I think, revenge plot happening in her mind already. So she's definitely, as we refer to this uh, podcast and what she's about to do as dark phoenixing, which is when someone mind fucks you yeah. so hard that you are now in their world. Yeah. Because that is how Jean Grey fucking, that's how she can get it. So. Basically, that's what's going to happen. She's going to dark Phoenix him. Yeah. But I have to say this episode shocked me because it went from. From Jasmine being the one that I was scared of to Gino being the one that I was petrified of because he came with the serial killer. Oh, yeah. Coldness. Yeah. It was like the, the switch flip, like immediately as soon as he was like. Well, if you can't talk calmly, you're a fucking bitch. And it was like, there it is. See, like, oh, there it is. Like, I think, I think, like, if she wasn't already so fucking upset about the brag porn, quote unquote, um, she would have been just petrified by the way he was talking to her. Yeah. She was just, I think, so hurt from the first part that she couldn't, like, actually perceive how deadly scary he was being. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's start from the beginning. Um, did you send her naked pics of me? No, I didn't. No. Okay, here's a screenshot. <laughs> Be honest. Uh okay, yes. I was rubbing it in as revenge. Okay, then she screams, I will never be able to trust you again. Very fair. Appropriately. Appro yeah. Yep. And he comes in with the understatement of the season. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not good your way to fucking jail because that's, you committed the not crime. Good. Yes. <laughs> like that you can't what you did is illegal. And that's not yeah, that is not good, you know. Yeah, that's what OJ said yeah. uh, right after. That's oh, that's not, not good. good. <laughs> and then the texts are legitimately hilarious. The screenshot that we see is Gino talking shit to his ex. And he says, oh, my God, you know, she's so crazy jealous about Jasmine. And my favorite one, though, isn't that because obviously he is right about that. And it's also obviously really weird that he would tell his ex about that. But the thing that to me was really the best part is when he said, ha ha. She's napping right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like my crazy girlfriend. And then he's just like, she's napping right now, right here. This is, oh, yeah. What a dumb bitch. <laughs> Resting. <laughs> like, 
She's so stupid. <laughs> like, what? Why are you laughing at the nap part? It is so hilarious yeah. to me. And he like doesn't understand why that would make Jasmine even more upset that it was like while she was right next to him. I mean, the sugar baby so far has had more integrity yeah. than every single man they've ever featured on before the 90 days, after 90 days, during the 90 days, on any of the franchises put together. Because after, haha, she's napping right now, <laughs> the woman replies, so you're talking to her behind my back? Yeah. Okay, can I date her because she is awesome? Yeah, she that that is women like holding up other women. That is just like that's what you love to see. She wasn't trying to play this like, oh wow, like you're talking to me like oh game. No, she was just like, I'm calling you out. Uh, what you're doing is messed up. Like, and kudos to her honestly for reaching out to Jasmine. I thought that was like such a boss move, and she didn't let herself get dragged into Jasmine's messiness. She's like, okay, you can call me old till like the cows come home or whatever, but like I'm I'm not even here for that. I'm just here to tell you like you're a man deceitful. Cause... Yeah. Cause yeah, I'd wanna know. Exactly. Exactly. And uh she's so Jasmine storms into Gino's uh and her former little hut, uh um was a private like yeah they're, cabana they're little situation. cabana on this nice little island and she screams shut up your fucking mouth <laughs> yeah to which gino very reasonably answers okay yeah she like <laughs> that part i like because like they go right back to her barking like the dog commands at him she's like shut up speak <laughs> and he's just like yes okay like yes i can do this i know how to follow the rules <laughs> then we think this is the worst wound she could inflict so far. She gets the electric toothbrush and she gives it the old heave-ho. I laughed my ass her off very, that. Her very special Christmas present. I mean, amazing. <laughs> then <laughs> she says, you just lost the only person who truly loved you. She said to the toothbrush. No, I'm just kidding. She didn't. But <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah. But I did honestly feel that because these two, weirdly enough, they clearly like to sleep with each other. I think if Gino could have just been a good boy, like they really could have made a relationship work for years. But he just, you know, he had to mess this all up. And yeah, she is not like a great person either. But like, does Gino deserve the best person? <laughs> Like I feel like from everything we know about him, um, he's not great, but the emotional abuse has <laughs> also been staggering coming from Jasmine. Yeah, yeah. She has really put that man through the ringer. Yeah, when um, you remember all the manipulation and stuff, it is a little like, you know what, maybe, it's, maybe it was self-sabotage on Gino's part. I think he wanted this to blow up. I think so. I think he was like, I can't do this again. Yeah. Uh, he's like, what am I going to do to make it up to her? Take her to the gym again? <laughs> I think, like, he said the last... And ask her about her exercise routine while she's, while she's performing before. it? <laughs> I think she spent, like, the last of his money on this trip. 
And he was like, I need to end this because I truly cannot afford this woman. The one thing I hate about Jasmine that is makes the next fight not purely enjoyable for me is how much she talks shit about sex workers and keeps saying that she would rather be in poverty than to suck a dick or whatever the fuck. Get out of here. And I think she did try to throw in like one line where she was like, it's okay if you do that, but I'm not that kind of person. But then she just like still backtracked on all of that and was just saying the worst things. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um, I don't know. I've been in poverty. I don't know. Sucking a dick is like not that bad comparatively. Yeah. It's like, 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 Personal choice, you know what I mean? Yeah, honestly, I'd rather be a sugar baby than dating Gino, not as a sugar baby. Like, do you know how many times I had lice as a child in Ukraine? <laughs> you like, and you know what the treatment was? They put fucking kerosene on your hair. Yeah, that's. And you just sit with it, smelling it, and then they comb it out and it itches and it's the worst. I'm just saying, poverty, not awesome. Yeah. I like I couldn't root for either one of them. It was just this fight between like two evil villains and you're just like, oh, gosh, I hope they don't hurt any hotel workers like in the midst of this. Like, please. (laughs) I like this. These people on this like nice island who are just like, what is happening? Like, that's who I was concerned for. Uh, It was giving me white lotus. (laughs) Yeah. Very well, just like these, just like throwing electric toothbrushes. I'm like, fuck, you're about to fuck around and get murdered. Yeah, I was just (laughs) like, watch my ass. I could see Jasmine taking that entire resort out just to take Gino out. I wouldn't put that past her. Oh, yeah, she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Just just to see that hat burn off. Yeah, just. Okay, to get back to shitting on Gino, he talks about how he's. And I quote, a very generous person to sugar babies paying a whopping two hundred dollars to for a date for a date. Uh, fuck off. Two hundred and fifty dollars. That's like a 90 minute massage. Fuck off. Right. That's not someone looking at your fucking dumbass in a hat. And pretending to care about anything you're about. Yeah, that's I mean, but at the same time, he was like, I only play for dinner meals. I if I do believe that I could see like he's just getting dinner and then giving a girl like 250 bucks after and a taxi ride home. But I think realistically, we all know he is paying like $250, you know, to probably just get like a blowjob somewhere in a parking lot. I don't like him. And he's like, I did that girl a favor. And the thing that drives me crazy is that he could have just owned the fact that he likes sugar babies. Uh, It's weird to me to be the person who's very obviously caught doing this thing. There's no way you're going to be able to convince anyone that it's not true. And to do the pathetic thing where you're like, it was only two or three dinner dates. Yeah, but come on. This is a man who can't even accept that he is balding. So I I do not think he is the kind of guy who's just going to be like, let me be honest about this. He's just yeah. trying to place a cap on the situation to make it seem better. <laughs> yeah, just fucking just just be honest, whatever. And 
Then in between her insulting sex workers, she screams at him that men like you take advantage of women who need it. And I'm like, I think this is the most insight she's ever had into her own condition without knowing it was actually, it was actually her, her. Yeah, I was like, ooh, honey, pot kettle black, maybe. <laughs> but I don't think she's good. I don't think she'll pick up on that one. No, not at all. I mean, if she did, she would be an entirely different person. She says, this is the last time you'll see me in your life which as we all know is not the case yeah. because she at the very least has to come to the tell-all. Tell She's contractually In fact, We know, yeah, so come on, girl, we know. But I really like it when people on the show scream that yeah. because it reminds me of uh, Kitty on Arrested Development saying, <laughs> always saying, and say goodbye to, to these. these and showing her tits yeah. for like the millionth time, so. It's just like, okay, yeah, sure, girl, this is the last time we'll see you. See you at the tell-all, can't wait. She says, I thought it was too good to be true. Why he's 52 and not married. And then she says that he's still in love with his ex and that she fell yeah. in love with a ghost. And I'm like, no, Ben fell in love with a ghost. <laughs> ben fell in love with a ghost. I do think that Gino still clearly has feelings for his ex. That's the only reason you're sending brag porn to an ex is to be like, oh, look at, you know, you clearly still have feelings. So I, I think that's fair. I, yeah, I think he rushed into this whole thing with Jasmine. Unless it's a mutual, we are friends now and it's whatever. Yeah, and we're good. And Gino did at one point, he was like, no, I still have like friend relationships with my exes. But if you're like bragging and pointing out that like they're so crazy and like, oh, they get so jealous, that's you trying to make your ex jealous. That's you going out of your way to be like, oh, look what I'm doing now. Oh, like, come on. There's no fucking way because we can also see the texts from her that are like, uh, what? Yeah. Why are you? I don't need this. Yeah. Or <laughs> it's a really bad lie. Yeah. And she clearly was not interested because she went straight to Jasmine with that. Like, yeah. Exactly. So if she wanted anything from you, she could have had that. She could have had it. But guess what, Gino? Nobody wants you and your weird baseball cap. Okay. So now we're getting to the juice. First, when Jasmine rushes back in after talking to her friend Linda on the phone, who's like, yes, duh, he still is in love with his ex. We all agree, obviously. She rushes back in, and the shot of her angrily, mm, angry in a thong is my new fucking fetish. Oh my gosh, that shot of her like walking with the like see-through cover, I was like, yes. This is my, like, oh, I'm in. I was like, she is my favorite villain on the show. Like, she's a top three now. Yeah. She's a baddie. To be so angry with your ass looking so oh, good yeah. in that bathing suit and at the she, same time. She, she was like, let me look good and let me be angry. Let's go. She said, you will pay for what you did to me. And that is what's getting us excited for the next time we see her. And we know she means business because she does the thing all of us have been ha wanting to do since the first time we saw Gino on screen, which is take that fucking hat off his head. But then this motherfucker 
somewhere reaches out and immediately gets another hat. I I did almost expect there to be a smaller hat under the hat. Me too. But the fact that he just was immediately like other hat was even more impressive. The comedic timing, the prop preparation, plus one million points. Yeah. If he did anything right in this episode, it was that. It was flawless. It was so good. It almost distracted us from what the fuck was going on in the back of his head. Yeah. Can we talk about that? <laughs> I don't What I, shave pattern is that? Yeah, because it it really seemed like a shaving issue versus like a his head is messed up and that's why like it seems like well if you just went to a good barber instead of maybe I don't know letting your uncle do it, you could work with this. I have a feeling that he only shaves what he sees in the front of the mirror. So it's like from the ears kind of like up. So his head is head is divided in half the way it kind of is when you put on headphones. Yeah. So like the whole back of his head, the bottom is hairy as hell, but the top isn't because he's bald, but it's also so weirdly shaved. Yeah. So it's like darker in the back, but it's not, which like makes it seem odd, but in like he, like a bald spot, but it's really just like, you're not shaving at all. I don't know. I had so many fucking questions and it was also like way more lustrous and dark than I would have imagined. Like it fucked me up, Ashley. Yeah, it was. (sighs) You can't unsee that. I just, I, yeah, I, it. I don't want to shame him, but I, I don't know. I just think he needs That's to, a choice. It's a choice. I think he could easily invest in a better solution. I also don't think the hat is helping. I think there's like also the friction from constantly wearing a hat is like also creating some kind of like issue. It's like a combination of just like if you went about this any other way, uh, it would be better. Ah, wow. So you think she was just grabbing on that when she was fucking him? Yeah, I think she liked it. I think she like she said that one time she was like, oh, I got to touch his little head like a like a baby when they were fucking. And I was like, oh, I think she loved cradling and kissing that bald little head. Look, if it's a medical condition, (laughs) I apologize, (laughs) but it seems like it's a choice. (sighs) Well, the thing is the more she yelled the more cold he got he said well okay if you can't calm down then you can fuck off yeah uh mm, you, i don't think you get to detach after sending brag porn out yeah i don't think you get to be the one who's like oh well okay fuck you then uh i'm actually ending it like no that's not how this goes buddy no i'm not fired i quit i quit yeah um, it's like No, she has every reason to yell at you. You know it. And you being like, oh, well, you're acting crazy isn't going to help anything here. Not this time. No. Because this time she's actually not being crazy. She's having an actual legitimate reaction to the insanity that was what you did with her photos. And it was honestly such a chiller reaction than like the the 
argument over the waitress or like <laughs> the colors <laughs> in the kitchen. Like those, she was like, like she looked like she was gonna vomit and punch him. And this, it was just her just immediately like, I'm walking away to plot how I will end your life. And that like, I was like, okay, I'm with it. Yeah. And uh, she says, how would you like it if I published your dick? Great question. I wouldn't like it personally. She says, I'm publishing your dick because that's the same. And she says, no, that's not the same. He says, if you want to send a pic of my dick to your ex, that's the same. And that's cool. You can do that. And then she says, nah, there's nothing to brag about because I am hot. And you look depressing. Oh, get him, queen. Oh, just one of the best. Uh, an immediate, I would say, 90 Day Fiance best. That moment. Oh, just, that's come a on. Savage extreme bonus. It's like you, you were hoping she'd get like her say and she does. Like there's nothing that comes back from this. That was a bunch of epic burns in a row. Yeah. So what an up and down fight, Ashley. Uh, there was some unacceptable sex worker shaming. There was some very cold serial killer eyes from Gino that yeah. really made us uncomfortable for, for people's women's lives. Yeah. Um, there was angry in a thong, which is definitely got to be a genre oh, yeah. of porn and also probably merch. Yeah. There were. Just so many. The toothbrush, the, the toothbrush. hat, and the hat. The, uh, yeah. Well, so just I regretfully. Yeah. A 90 day fiance before the 90 days blow up at its best. It had everything you could want. It's really going to go into the pantheon. Yeah. Now we move on to Mike and Jimena. And Mike opens with a very chill statement of today's the most important day of my life. Okay, you're just proposing. Yeah. So maybe save that for, I don't know, wedding. Yeah, you know. I don't know, something <laughs> else, other stuff. Yeah, I do say, I do think they there seems to be enough iffiness between the two of them that like, I think he was genuinely nervous he wouldn't get a yes. So I could see him being like, oh, gosh, this is like probably for him the biggest. This is as good as it's going to get is that he was think what he was thinking. Yeah, this is probably like the biggest like action he's ever done in his life. So he sets up a lot of heart balloons. He sets up a really big cake that says, will you marry me on it in Spanish? He tells the waiter to bring the ring with the cake, which I'm like, that's not the waiter's job. You should really keep that ring on you. What if something happens? Yeah. But I, again, was not at the restaurant. <laughs> I know it seems like I was there, yeah, but I was not. And she dressed amazing. She dressed yeah. for the club. Beautiful. And the dad put on a polo. And I laughed because that is a dad Thing. Yeah, I was like, this is a dad who is like, hey, whatever happens, happens. I just, you know, I think he just wants his grandkids to be good. And he's like, I think they'll be good. So, yeah, he's like, I'm really glad we're having this romantic dinner with your whole family. And in front of all of them, have I been better about being nasty? <laughs> and she says, yes, 
uh, you're doing a good job. And then he whips out a nice speech in Spanish. And he rehearses that much better than we've ever seen done on this show. Truly, I had to give him credit. Uh, also on the cake actually wrote Will You Marry Me in Spanish, which they don't do. The everyone they write it in English, if you remember, uh oh my god. The fire couple, Paul, and how he proposed in English and she Karini. Like, Karini, and she was like, I can't read this. So I had to give him credit. Like he actually, you know, did it. And that the dad wanted to see that. So I was like, okay, he's winning me over with this. I thought that was awesome. The only place where he fucks up is when he says, I want to marry me. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, it's the thought that counts, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was really cute. He was nervous. She burst into tears, which I thought was going to be a surefire no. There was a real kind of tension of her seeming like, oh, I'm conflicted because clearly he's a good guy. He's like gone through all of this. But then I think there was like a hint of like, I don't really want this, but I know it's what my family wants me to say yes to and the pressure of like everyone's around. I really did feel that she could say no and just, or just like a, I can't do this right now or something like that. I was like, they built it up right, you know? Yeah. And if you watch with commercial breaks, there was a break there. So I was, it was like, oh, no. I mean, she doesn't just cry once, right? There's like several levels to the crying. Yeah. It's like a realization cry, a happy cry, then kind of back to a sad cry, an unsure cry. Uh, there was a lot then of Then there was like, there. oh, so, like maybe the hardest parts of my life, hopefully you're behind me, yeah. part of a cry. There was just a lot there. It was like guttural. It was sobby. It was, yeah. there was, it was a symphony of crying. And a very, and, yeah, a very real, uh, I don't love this man cry though, I will say. Yes. But also, and I can learn to love this man because that speech was really nice. Cry. I think I can learn to love this man because the checks do clear. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what, why she, <laughs> I think that's why she cried probably earlier yeah. <laughs> in the day. But I think this cry was actually legitimately maybe like, I could do this. I don't know. I could do this. Sure, he's not a very sexy hitman, but that was a good speech. Yeah, it was a good speech. My dad gave a permission. So, okay. The dad was crying. Yeah, I think he was just like happy to see someone really take care of his daughter and do something nice. Because I am sure no other man is like, gone through this effort with her of course but i was still shocked i didn't think the dad was gonna cry yeah Ugh. i mean it's, everything yeah. was good it's like it's those kids i think the fact that there's kids involved is what makes it really like ooh, like ah, this is moving i need this to work it really was sweet when he was like i think of your kids as my own but it's also like if this that. doesn't work oh no oh no 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 so crushing for the children for the kids yeah most of all or, yeah, he says what I think is definitely heartbreaking because he says I'm getting an instant, instant family. family. That's not how family works. Which, yeah, that is that is truly a desire for so many on 90 Day Fiance. These like, you know, older guys who like realize like I got to settle down ASAP and like have my whole family. And they really just want that. And it's like, oh, no, buddy. Like. That's that's not how this works. And you're going to have to think about, you know, how do you get her to America? All these steps, the money. It's 
it's also not a shortcut just because you can like put in this much effort over two weeks does not mean this is like the right situation in a match and like the kids should not have been datified yeah I, I, that is always a, a question in 90 Day Fiance, I, I would say, I guess, lore history. It's always the, if they have a kid, when do they have the partner be called mom or dad? Uh, if you remember, oh gosh, what was the girl who like went to Morocco? I, I can't remember, Nicole and Azan. Uh, Nicole had a kid and pretty much like two weeks in, she was oh, like, she dadified the shit. Yeah, out she of, was uh, like, awesome. call him dad. And it's like, that is just always a bad sign. And so I thought these two were being a little smarter about it. Cause I was like, okay, from the, like the second he got there, they weren't like dad, you know, it seemed very clear. Like this is mom's friend. But then I was like, oh no, they, yeah, this is maybe a little too soon. Like this episode, I felt like they were firmly on the like dad train. Yeah, I don't want to say the perfect couple, Kenny and Armando, uh, highlight that. But with Hannah, they were really slow and like really respected, like, you know, her other family. And I think didn't even like go through the adoption thing until after the wedding, because that's when you actually like know for sure our families are coming together. So here I'm really I'm really conflicted for those kids because this is too soon. I, I think it's kind of like an emotional trap to just like get him to keep writing checks. It's a bad idea. And I think the other really big distinction between this situation and uh, Armando and Kenny is that they didn't take Armando and Hannah away from everything that Hannah knows, including like her family, her country, her school, her friends, her everything. Like he did make the ultimate sacrifice of leaving his family behind because his kids are grown and he was like, no, I want to make this as respectful to what Hannah's yeah. actual original family structure is. And you don't generally see that. It's like, yeah. let's rip this kid away. away and like hope it works out and or they leave their kid behind. <laughs> and so I I don't know. I feel like this is one of those situations where I could see Mike pressuring her to come to America So she's forced to like leave the kids behind and that's like horrible for her. And she has a horrible time in America or like he runs out of money trying to always go back and forth to see her because she won't come to America. I think so. I think it's just going to run its course one of those two ways. Also, when we saw the preview, they were like, she's hitting him up for money to get a to get a boob boob job. job. Hell yeah, girl. Get that money. (laughs) I got to say. That was shocking to me. I didn't think it would have been the boob job, but I guess she's just setting up for leaving. Yeah. I mean, she's used this guy to like basically furnish her entire house. Like the episode she was like, Mike bought it, Mike bought it, Mike bought it. And mm-hmm. so I think it's like her. And I believe her, that episode was called Mike, Mike bought, it. bought it. Yes. And it's like her and her family clearly depend on this man. And I think she was just like, get him emotionally invested. Then it'll like, I can up the ante. Ah, and uh, I guess he feels like they're growing apart and his only solution is to go back and chase her down instead of being like, huh, if all it took is me being gone for a couple months, maybe I should think about this relationship. Yeah. She is, I'm pretty sure. I mean, whenever we see people trying to get that cosmetic work after the relationship has already shown like huge signs of stress, you're like, oh, they're just trying to build a new face and or body uh, yeah. to, to 
trap their next partner with to get to the next because we saw that with georgie getting botox yeah after darcy uh i would also say maybe the biggest example angela and michael yes there you go Although I will say Angela spent her own damn money on her damn stuff. Well, that's the big difference. <laughs> yeah. That's actually her. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break so I can give Munch away. <laughs> and I'll be right back. Full 20 day fiance. America's so fucking tight. America. We're back. And we're moving on to the little engine that couldn't. Ben and Mahogany. And his beloved ghost Mahogany. <laughs> his chatbot. I would at least say she's probably a chatbot. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. an AI the, chatbot. Yeah, she's either a chatbot or a person so unconcerned with the quality of the scam that they're perpetuating against Ben. <laughs> That they're just doing their absolute least. <laughs> least. Not even a photo like, I'm so sad. My dad is just saying no. Literally just like, oh, that far away from, from San Pedro. Like, not even full sentences. Like, I, it... She, the Williams, Tim, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, which airport? You know, the airport. Uh, uh, Eng- England United Express Airport yeah. in- International. You know, restaurant, the distance <laughs> of from Lima. And it's just like, I don't like he he's just so sure of himself. I just don't understand how he's so sure of himself. And I want to know how much... You do, though. He was in a cult, Ashley. True, true. I just want to know how much that taxi cost because she was like, that's far from Lima. Like, how much did he pay to go all the way to, like, her town? Her supposed town? Maybe where her IP is based. How much money would you pay for a ghost that you're in love with? I would say that kind of relationship is priceless. (laughs) I, I mean, at least two fifty, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're going by generous Gino, yeah, generous standards. Gino standards, this service at least worth two fifty, probably. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, so Ben, huge loser. Um, <laughs> starts off with another. Why do we have to see another asshole working out? Yeah, on the show. That's how. You, I mean, I know yeah. it's a genre now. Yeah, but like, that's how you know they're like they're thinking deep, like they're in, they're you know centering themselves. They're like, gosh, I've gone through a hard time. I got to work out. So then they have these like slow scenes of him just like. And I really think he thought he was out. giving us something with that. Yeah, I'm like, it's not hot. It's not hot to see someone pumping iron and crying. I don't really want that combo unless you're crying about like the injustices of the world. I don't want you to like crying about like a fake woman that you don't actually have a relationship with, but you think you do. I mean, I like a a sensitive himbo. Like I'll give me a man who's crying over his weight. Sure. It's just the way like Ben's intensity with it is where I'm like, oh, no, no, thank you. That part is like you're scary. It needs to be. (laughs) 
not about a fake reason. It needs to be about a real reason. Don't don't cry in your weights, you know, because like, I don't know, you missed your favorite episode of Young Sheldon or whatever. (laughs) Like, I don't. But he's lost. He lost true love. Like for him, he like he like he said he was. He said there was a 97% chance that she was real. <laughs> like, he was so sure. So for him, oh, this is God. really, like, blowing his mind. It is so painful. He says really painful things like, let my body take the consequences of last night, which is how I know he's, like, still deeply fucked up from the cult and thinks oh, yeah. he needs to be punishing himself. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, and his body, I'm like, I. Yeah, mm. like, that's not how this works, buddy. Like, he is going to spiral after this. Yeah, I want to know everything about the cult. He is just, I am like, just. Miles yeah. and I have been so fascinated. We want to know everything about the cult and about his ex-wife. I'm like, get him back to America ASAP, because I just want to see how his ex-wife and kids respond to this. That's all, like, bring them to the tell-all. That's what I need to see. The wife and the son that's been raising the dad. Like, yeah. I want to see and know everything about Yeah, them. who's like, but what? You know, Dad, have you ever thought, like, maybe you should be here taking care of your kids instead of going to get laid in Peru? And it's also the fact that, like, what, Mahogany, he's, like, in his 50s. Mahogany is 22, 24. Like, like about his kid's age. Like, imagine a man. Ashley, by- she is not because well, she she's not is real. an AI. <laughs> hypothetically though he is like going to this like 22 year old's house without her permission it's just that's so uncomfortable like that that's so against the boundaries if someone says no don't come here no don't go there like what what do you think (laughs) is gonna happen you're gonna confront her and her dad and that's gonna be like okay yeah now fall in love that's the perfect thing to do we know already that he is delusional But instead of like taking a minute and sitting and learning about himself and maybe like going to therapy that he's just going to keep chasing these AI ghosts that are uh, ideally 22 because, you know, hashtag no old chicks. You know, they're the 22 year olds. They're closer to God, I think is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And God is like the bigger the hair, the closer to God. And God is leading. God is leading him in this relationship. So. Uh, so he still, after everything, finishes the gym sequence by saying, well, it's that's actually not the end of the gym, gym sequence, but he says, I expected a text this morning. Why? Based I, on what? What, what? what? No response. No calls. Didn't do it when I landed off of a plane. But I thought in the morning I'd have a text. What? 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 <laughs> Sometimes I want that level of delusion. Is this the optimism of just like a hetero cis white man or of a cult person? They're the same. Yeah. It's like he does not believe anything could harm him and is just kind of like just so sure of himself. He's like, how can my gut be wrong or what feels good to me? How can that be wrong? He knows that his gut is wrong because that's why he's working his sins out in the yeah. in the gym. And I just and so much of what he was saying was just like, I know that this has to be real because she was talking about making babies and stuff. And you can just see his gross little pervert mind being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give you babies and like the messages they show. And it's like, oh, 
It is really creepy. Also, it's the most generic stuff. And he's like, we have the deepest connection. Yeah. Like, again, you're talking to a chat box. Yeah, it's, he's like, we have the deepest connection. And he's like, I can't wait to meet you. We're going to get married and be so happy. And she's just like, yes, baby, make you happy every morning. After they expected a text this morning, we get to another highlight of the episode, which I will sing just like the title. Runaway train never coming back. So, yeah, the runaway train story. He said, you know what I think will change Mahogany's mind? I'm going to sit down and check off my way out of this with a little short story I like to call The Runaway Train. Oh, my home. fucking God. Look, the, when, when people in reality shows read poetry or whatever, I cannot handle that. Like, it is so cringy to me. I have to walk away. I had to pause when he was like, there are two people on a train. I was just like, I can't watch this. Oh, we're not like, the same. I rewound it. I was like, I got to <laughs> see this again. I'm like, pitch me the two trains again or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who like Ashley tune the fuck out. Tell me you transcribed it. Tell me you have it ready to read. Well, I will Google it right now so that I can do that. I bet it's on Reddit somewhere. I don't use yeah, that. I'm sure. If wait, not, wait, I'll do the Lord's wait. work. I found it. I found it. I did find it on Reddit. It's coming. It's coming. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. It was a runaway train. Every passenger's nightmare. Brakes failed in a sharp turn just a mile ahead. And a woman screamed out that set off the panic. People opening windows, shoving and crying. Except one couple. Sitting across <laughs> from each other. The gentleman in a black suit, winked at the woman in red heels. He slowly smiled and stood, <laughs> reaching his hands out to her and whispered in her ear, vamos a bailar. The passenger sat back down as the train hurled towards the steep turn. People were laughing now and clapping in time as the talented couple whirled up and down the aisle. The old train came off the wheels around that corner. It settled back on the track to the cheers of all that continued on its way. Baby. My beautiful mahogany the train is, al- is already going too fast to stop. Let's just dance. <laughs> Bless you, Ashley, for that dramatic reading. Um, yeah, you can tell. I'll just I'll share that for, with all of you. Um, yeah, put you it want, in the chat. If you need something for Valentine's Day, if you need something to write in your card, there you go. If you think we're n- I'm not immediately making merch out of this <laughs> you're mistaken my valentine's day card that is just like have you ever wondered how we're basically dancing as people think they're crashing to their death and we're like the only two people who get it what i love about it is the beginning already tells you how bad it's gonna be when he says the train was <laughs> coming off the tracks comma Every passenger's nightmare. <laughs> the qualifier is so necessary. It is a runaway every passenger. <laughs> the plane I... was on fire, comma. Every, every passenger's nightmare. <laughs> 
If you thought if you thought this was one of those runaway trains that wasn't a nightmare, correction. <laughs> and also just thinking that you're different because you're willing to die, I guess. Is, and they, like I guess it's like we're ready to vibe. dance our way to death and like our faith in each other it makes us know we're gonna be okay and inspires others. It's because Jesus was a vibe. And that has always been a credo of the show. And <laughs> Jesus Honestly, is yeah. a forever vibe for Ben. I feel like I, if I, I'm a passenger on the train and my life, the life recently has felt like a runaway train. And when I do look at Ben and Mahogany's relationship, I do feel better. <laughs> it does make me feel better about the world. So maybe he's not wrong. <laughs> so after the choice performance he talks to his friend who again tries to say hey it sounds like she's not real and then that doesn't get through obviously because you know ben's guided by the vibe that is jesus and he says that he's a little nervous because this has happened to him before you know and last person couldn't video chat because their phone was broken their phone was broken and someone who doesn't know about catfish what a fucking tragedy that's every episode of the fucking show yeah every like come on man learn how to do a reverse google image search and like just stop playing around here but I, I don't know why his friends aren't willing to just like put their foot down. Like they just play with him like with kid gloves. They're so nice to him. It's it doesn't make sense to me. No, they probably know something we don't know, like True. about the cult. You know what the I cult, mean? Yeah, they're like, oh no, like if you treat him that way, like we saw how he reacted when we tried to get him out of the cult or something. They're like, Yeah, we have to be really gentle and not break Ben. Yeah. He already spends eight hours every day yeah. in the gym, like and, you can't. <laughs> and then the rest falling in love with like fake, yeah. fake ladies. <laughs> we can't really be that hard on him. <laughs> but of course, we can keep being that hard on him because he gets into his car because he doesn't know she's getting his texts. He calls her. She doesn't pick up. And he says, like a normal person who has been given every indication that they, they should not be trying to meet somebody, he gets in the car to travel to her and her parents' town. On the way, of course, annoying the driver, which is what he loves to do, with yeah. terrible Spanish and telling everyone about his novia. <laughs> I like that he just was immediately like, just give me one good restaurant name. And immediately was like, that's where the date is. Like, just was like, let me tell this guy everything. And I just, those are always the, like, that just is the, that white man confidence of just being like, this man wants to know everything about me. Yeah. He couldn't possibly want me to shut the fuck up for the hour and a half or whatever that I'm in his car. <laughs> yeah. Like just say, cause like, I do want to know how long that trip was. It, he was like, oh, this is so long and all this stuff. And also didn't seem to have a destination because he was like, yeah, San Pedro. And then the guy was like, so where? And he was like a good restaurant. And then the guy was like, yeah, I guess we'll just go to that restaurant. <laughs> like, like, where, he's where he's for sure going to give you a terrible restaurant suggestion. Yeah. Because you're a tourist and you've also annoyed the shit out of him for an hour and a half. Yeah. No so, one's going to be like, here's a good little place. If they had a hard rock, that is where you would be fucking eating. Yeah. So 
He texts Mahogany that he's on the way to San Bartolo or San Bartolo. And then um, the reply is the only thing she said to him since he's gotten to this place is San Bartolo is very distant from Lima. Yeah. Can you even? Perfect chatbot response. Wow. I wish Mahogany was real because that level of, what do you call that? It's just so savage to ignore everything that's come so far. I mean, just nag him with. That's a long distance. It's pretty far from here. And it also makes it clear that like, cause he named a restaurant where she lives that she was not aware of that. She like made it sound like, oh, Lima is far, like the restaurants in Lima and it's too far for her to travel. So it's clearly like, oh, this person is not where they say they are. They don't know that town. They don't know that restaurant. Come on, Ben, come on. And like, I will say, <laughs> the just responding to that part, I mean, that is a tactic men use all the time. That's how I know this is just some guy catfishing him because men will like ignore every single thing you say and then just reply to like one part of a message. So we go for what we know is going to be an excruciating tale of being stood up because as we know, ghosts don't eat dinner, nor do they meet you in restaurants. Also, how shady of the producers to start the tense music at 7.55. Yeah. The meeting's at 8. Okay, slow your roll. He's going to get stood up. You don't need to start the tense music fucking five minutes early to shade him. Just give him the five minutes. I mean, but, you know, Mahogany (laughs) seems like the kind of girl who'd be early. So (laughs) she seems like the kind of ghost who, you know, as a courtesy, comes five minutes early. (laughs) Also, how are you going to sit in that restaurant for as long as he fucking waits? Not even, not even nachos, nachos, no tacos, a drink, no, not a side, not a Coke. He got a water. An horchata? Like, come on, buddy. I hope he got the shits. I hate him for that. Yeah. I like, I was like, come on, you cannot waste this woman's time, this table. Come on. Also, it's no. not like that restaurant was bustling. You were sitting I, there. They probably were like, oh, let's make sure there's like, a little bit of freedom here so that you know we got the camera people and the crew and whatever and you still won't order something yeah. not a quesadilla fuck yourself come on i hope the camera crew ordered food i hope they were like we'll try a taco i hope so napoles anything anything elotes come on that's just what upsetting. i know it's like this is like he's a selfish selfish man who is just going through a midlife crisis <laughs> a soup I'm just very, I'm very upset. A salad. What a monster. So he says, I have not built mahogany up to be immortal. Mm, she is immortal because, yeah, because she, she's a machine. She's an AI. So actually she is, but yeah. And then he says, but I'm so deprived of love. Okay, that's the part you should focus on. It's Sit like <sighs> with what you just said, dog. Yeah. It's another one kind of like Jasmine moment where it's like, okay, is that clicking? Is it clicking? Are you getting it? And it's like, no, they don't get it. I'm trying to come up with a good excuse for her, but I'm not coming up with anything. Yeah. Why are you doing that? 
he needs to believe this like 22 year old was truly deeply in love with him he ends by saying am i gonna look like a fool you already do that train left the station so long ago that your son has been dadding you okay and he's a child like your whole family is like what are you doing kid like you're the uh just give me the wife i just want to See how the I wife love, is reacting to all I of it. just need the wife and the kids to sh- to just be most of the show. I honestly wish there was like a pillow talk with his family just watching his part of the episodes and we just got to watch them watch him. That would be my dream. Ooh, that's a really good idea. I bet you'll see TLC use it in like two years. They're gonna be like, oh, oh we're gonna sure. have these people's enemies. I guess they tried to do that with 90 Day Strikes Back, but that was boring. And the family Chantel, which is just two sets of enemies. (laughs) Well, basically, um, he's afraid of looking like a fool because he is not caught up to the reality that he has been a fool for a very long time. And even on the first episode where we met his family, his wife was like exasperated and was like, okay, but this is just like when you left... 28 year old this is yeah. just like you bought a motorcycle this is yeah like you are doing the same shit and like the kids are exasperated like this is when you fell in love with that other fake person that's a catfish it's like everyone yeah. is tired that's how long he's been a fucking idiot so moving on to our final couple memphis and hamza wow i have never seen someone just biff a like 20 yard lead like memphis okay like hamza actually attractive chill family who seem to be on the same page like to be like okay hamza if this makes you happy hamza willing to like you know really love this woman down and every step of the way memphis has just that just like nagged him down just like I just don't get it. Finally, he proves himself with sexy time. Good sexy time. And she still just has to think the bad way, as he says. I just, I can't stand her. Um, I didn't see that. I think we watched different episodes again. What part did you see? Because this is when they eat the fish and the steak and everything. And she's like, I want a prenup. And then she like goes in for the meeting and stuff. That's not the the episode cut that I saw. This was the, I don't want to hear about your diarrhea, which is what her friend Ingrid said to her. Yeah, this is totally wild because someone else in the chat said that they watched the Discovery Plus version. They saw what I saw. So I guess you're going to get the best of both worlds. You're going to get Ashley's recap and mine. There it is. (laughs) Because I think... Ashley, I know that I respect you and you would have never forgotten something as serious no. as I don't want to hear about your diarrhea. Your diarrhea. I absolutely would have remembered that with her. Come on. Like, <laughs> one of the star moments she's had is when she was like, I have me poop now. And like, come on. That would have been an immediate thing I tweeted about. <laughs> and then she's like, listen, we got to talk about this summer. And he's like, this summer? And he's like, no, you listen. <laughs> and he's like, I think you rushed into marriage. And then her face, dude, her eyebrows went all the way up. She's like, 
what are you saying? As if all the signs have not been pointing to the fact that this should not be happening. Yeah. She acts incredibly shocked. She's like, wait, so are you saying you don't want us to get married on this trip? And he's like, does a little like shruggy shrug. That preview was in what I saw in TLC. That preview oh, was they in the put thing. it in I, the episode. I am also realizing what you didn't see is the new Alina and Caleb stuff that we saw in TLC. Oh my God. Yeah, because I was like, no, there was new stuff. They like totally ended that whole storyline and he like goes to the airport and gets on a plane and that's how the episode ends. That wow. is so weird. So maybe, you know what I'm thinking maybe happened is they put up like, the early version of it where they had the placeholder scene for them that they were gonna sub out with like wrapping up their storyline and they just probably let that go up on discovery plus on on wednesday and then then, not the like actual cut on tlc exactly i honestly would bet that no one at tlc even realizes this has happened Because this happened last episode, too, when both of us were like, wait, what? This wasn't... I usually get the screeners on Tuesday, and then they go up on the app, like, Wednesday. But this week, I didn't get screeners until, like, Thursday, and it was super, super late. And I was like, oh, that's... And they actually, they sent all the other shows out first, and then they sent it out Thursday. And then I bet they just put it on Discovery Plus, like, Wednesday. Yeah, I think it took them probably until Thursday to realize they had fucked up. Mimi and says, then yeah, they, they switched it, it up. And they put the TLC version back. There you go. So now we don't see? get to watch it. We're not going to get to see that good Hamza material until... Oh, come on. Ashley, this was another stellar episode. Wow. Yeah. I think before we get to the sign-off, I just want to ask Ashley to go through these couples like she did through the maths couples Ooh. and give us some astrology predictions and if you didn't listen to that episode of maths ashley has dated every sign of the zodiac for a year and it's pretty incredible so she guessed what she thought the zodiac signs were of the maths couples and then if you tune in to this week's episode we're gonna compare what she guessed to what it actually is and we're going to do the same thing with these couples. So right now she's going to guess and then we'll come back and and we'll see. We'll see if yeah. I got it. Okay, Gino and Jasmine, go. Ooh, uh, Jasmine Scorpio, obviously. Come on. Gino is definitely a Gemini. Yeah. Really? Very like two-faced, thinks he's a good guy but has like a very hidden dark side underneath that like I would guess his like My immediate a Gemini. <laughs> but I like like his immediate friends would be like shocked. Like his uncle would be shocked to find out that like Gino pays for women, you know. And they'd be like, "Our oh, Gino, no, never." But it's like totally this part in him that exists. That was you guessed that exact same pairing for another couple. I'm so excited to know if this is true. Yeah, yeah. I'm but very definitely, excited. I think that's a Gemini Scorpio. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Okay, Mike. And Jimena. I think Mike is a cancer. Uh, he's very like caring. I think he very much wants like a family, that home base. Like he said, he wants that instant family. He's a provider. He does, yeah, he cries. Um, I also, I don't know, I feel like cancers are just like, 
like their idea of getting comfortable with someone is being comfortable like farting around them like that kind of physical comfort is like very cancer to me Jimena, I feel like she she's got our chaos Sagittarius energy. I'm sorry honestly, to say, I I dis I think what it is is that she is a Virgo. I get Virgo energy, and that she is like she has a plan in her head, and it is 20 steps ahead of whatever Mike is thinking. Like I oh shit, you're like, right. You're like right. for years, she's been saving his money, budgeting, furnishing her his house. Like she's playing in a like in a mental game. And I You're think totally right. It's not chaos energy. It's, yeah, it's very calculated plan. And like, energy. yeah, like, I don't know. I, yeah, I think she's, I think there's more to her than we know. And I think it's very like Virgo, very like take care of my husband and like take care of my family, like her kids and her real, but you know, yeah. This is why you're the professional. Okay. I, now, what do you think? of Ben and Mahogany. <laughs> Can you predict the zodiac sign of a of ghost a slash AI? <laughs> uh, when do I think her programming was created? I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I don't, Ben is like, it's so hard to figure out a sign because it's so clear that he's been like through trauma that has like thoroughly impacted every part of his personality. So it's like kind of hard to see through that to like who he really is. Because it's all midlife crisis, all clearly like post cult talk. Okay. Uh, I could see Taurus, uh, like I know a few Tauruses who have like had a, a a midlife crisis and they get really into working out in their bodies and like looking hot and stuff. I don't know. I think that's a change that like you know yeah I could see that. Okay. Moving on to Memphis and Hamza. Oh gosh, Memphis. Sorry to say it. Sagittarius. Memphis is Sagittarius. <laughs> Memphis is the Sagittarius. Come on. The way she's so blunt about everything and has no shame and is just like, what are you broke? I have to poop. Like <laughs> she thinks she's so smart and has it all figured out. And she's like, I know what I'm doing. Like she is absolutely a Sagittarius. Ashley, Sorry. what I <laughs> what I love about, about this and what I love about you is that this whole episode you were harder on Memphis than anybody <laughs> and That's then you brought it around so beautifully in a way that just shaded both of us <laughs> so hard we're both fags. it's like I see it in her where I'm like Ugh. like girl no you did like no you are not so wise but then she I bet she like thinks she's so adventurous and telling all her friends like oh yeah I'm so crazy I just married a man I haven't met who's another country that is so Sagittarius the other real Sagittarius move was uh soaping up your titties on FaceTime I really yeah. felt that I yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean that was a Sag move like I like I don't have my own titty soap video on my phone come on I'm just I'm a I'm a human Sagittarius yeah. We're just human women that were born in a month. In a month. So we soap our titties, titties on FaceTime. Yeah. And Hamza, I honestly, I, I believe he's a Leo. I think he's a Leo. He clearly like cares a lot about his looks. And I think that like, hair is always fresh. Yeah, the hair is always fresh. I think loyalty means a lot to him, which is why like her asking for the prenup and starting to like pick at him that way is like what's making him start to kind of doubt her. 
And I also think like Leos do have that like fire sign impulse to be like, yeah, I could fall in love with a person from another country. Yeah, uh, let's do it. <laughs> so I think that I could see that being a fire fire pairing. Very nice. Well, with that, we wrap up this episode of 420 Day Fiance. Thank you so much, Ashley uh, Ray. It's a dream. I love doing this. I can talk about 90 Day Fiance anytime. You will be forever invited. I think we were talking last time, Miles and I, about having you come in on some tell-alls with us or some premieres uh, if you would be down. Always, always. I mean, especially the tell-alls. Those are the best. Uh, yeah. If you didn't Excellent. watch the single life tell-all, go watch the single life tell-all. It's a two-parter. It's great. I'm going to get to it. We're going to watch that whole season probably for the Patreon. Ooh. Ooh. So, Ashley, because everyone enjoyed the shit out of this, where can they get more Ashley? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Ashley Ray, two E's and the, or Instagram at the Ashley Ray. Uh, I have some comedy shows coming up if you're in LA. Uh, those are on my website, theashleyray.com. Uh, or you can check out my comedy special on HBO Max. I did their queer comedy special last year. Uh, or my podcast, which is wherever you listen to podcasts, and season two is coming next month. Her podcast is called TV I Say with Ashley Ray. And yeah. it's really fucking good. So check it out. Yeah. And there's plenty of 90 Day Fiance content on there. I got I got an interview with with uh, with Sean and, and Nicole Byer. Uh, I got Roxanne Gay and Seth Rogen talking about 90 Day Fiance. It's great. Amazing pairings, amazing guests, amazing content, truly. If you want to keep up with 420 Day Fiance, you can find us at 420 Day Fiance on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash 420 Day Fiance. We would love it if you supported the show because we are independent and we have to keep the lights on and pay the wonderful Brian and Casey. Shout out to Brian and to Casey and... You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at the Sophia S O F I Y A. I have an album called Father's Day that you can download anywhere that you can get albums, but also my website, sophiaalexandra.com. And you can always tweet at me about 90 Day Fiance. I'm getting back out on social media. So holler. Okay. Love you guys. Catch you later. Thank you, K1 family. Miles, we miss you. Bye. Meow. Oh, 20 day fiance. Yeah.